When are you going to stop lying to yourself? You might have heard this opening saying that I've just said and thought, Megan, what on earth are you talking about? I'm not lying to myself. But in fact, you are. In fact, you are. And let me talk to you about this. I'm going to pick out a few signs and tell me if you hear yourself or resonate with what I'm saying. If you sit there and you have stories as to why your business isn't going the way that you want, why it's feeling so hard, why it appears to look so easy for other people, why is it that they can seemingly launch something and they get sold out and for you it feels hard, why have you been doing this for so long and you've been consistent and you've been following the rules but it's not working, why is it that your family don't support what you're doing? If you sit there and you say, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know how to create a course. I don't know how to make this offer sell out. You are lying to yourself. And the reason you're lying to yourself is that it's not actually you who's saying these things. It's not actually you That version of you that knows she's meant to build a legacy, that knows that version of you that is soul-led and impact-driven and leads with heart, she is not saying these things. There's a little tiny narrator in your head who's feeding you these lies, who's feeding you these stories and the, the, the you, the self, is choosing to listen. And you're forgetting that in actual fact, you're the one with the power to recode this little robot narrator in your head, to recode that narrator and rewrite a new story. Because everything that we tell ourselves in our head is actually a story. Think about when you're driving down the road and someone cuts you up or speeds past you. You make up a story about that person. Usually it's negative. You'll make up a story about them being a dickhead driver. Or you'll make up a story about they don't realise. What don't they realise? I've got a child in the car. Or them thinking that they can drive like that because they drive a Porsche. You make up the stories all of the time with not one ounce of evidence that it's true. Now, that person could have had a call and had to run rush to the hospital. We don't know. That person might have their poor dog in the back of the car that's unwell, trying to get to a vet. Does it make it okay? But it changes the story. Dickhead driver who thinks they're better than everyone else because they drive a Porsche, or caring father rushing to the hospital to meet his second born child very different stories but you make them up in your head based on the very limited amount of evidence the 3d reality that we can see with our senses forgetting the sixth sense forgetting that that narrator is just making things up and you do this all of the time in your business All the time, you are lying to yourself about why people aren't buying, why not enough people are watching your stories, why it's easier for other people, why it's not going to work for you. You're making up stories all of the time.
when you recognize that they're stories that you're making up and you subsequently understand that it's the self who is actually in charge of these stories who can recode the narrator 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 narrative <laughs> you know what i mean you're the one who can recode it all you have to do all you have to do is choose you just have a choice to make so you can choose a new story you can choose the fact that maybe you don't need more people watching your stories you can make sales with the people who are watching you can make more sales with less people watching does is it true who knows but we certainly know it's not necessarily true that no one's buying because of who's watching i've had i've hit 10k months with like 40 people watching my stories there are people who have seven figure businesses with less than 2000 followers it's not true it's not true if you can find evidence somewhere else and even if it's not been done before you can be the evidence this is something i always always come back to if i can't find the evidence i'll be it many of you might have heard i can't remember the exact details but let's say it's a six minute mile for a really long time no one could beat running a mile in less than six minutes they actually thought that it was humanely impossible for somebody to run a mile in less than six minutes. Now, I might have had this minutes thing wrong. I don't know the exact minutes, right? It might be like four. I don't know. Let's just say six. And they actually thought it was humanly impossible. So they thought there was physically humans could not run that distance that fast. And then one person beat a six minute mile. They ran a mile in less than six minutes. Might have been four, can't remember. And then someone else did. And then someone else did. And then it became really normal. And now it's pretty like a three minute mile, I don't know. And the reason is they chose a different narrative. And once other people saw, look, it's possible. They did it so I can do it. It is spread faster. And the thing is with you, oftentimes this happens with my clients and my audience, is you are a pioneer. You are a thought leader. You have this unique way of looking at things. You have a vision of how something should be done uh, or could be done, especially within your industry or niche. And part of that brings up a lot of fear. Part of that brings up a lot of, who, me? (laughs) Little old me, can I do this? And it can feel difficult because maybe nobody else gets it. Maybe nobody else is on your wavelength yet. And so you have to go first. But also for many of you, you're saying that you can't hit the 5K months, the 10K months, whatever, if freaking 100K months. Like people have done this. We're seeing it all the time. So we know it's possible. It's humanely possible. So what's the difference? They don't know more than you. They don't necessarily have more skills than you. They might be better at some things, but there's no reason why you can't get as good or better than them if you refine your skill set, which is totally possible to do because they had to learn it somehow. It's just the stories you're telling yourself in your head. Even if it comes down to your skill set, that is down to the stories in your head. When I was 
do my GCSEs, which are the exams you do when you're 16 in the UK. I don't even know if they have them anymore. I think they've got rid of them, which just shows my age. I was in the bottom to last set for maths. And my maths teacher said to our whole class, none of you are going to get above a C in maths because you're not very good. And that could have allowed me to be like, oh, I'm not going to get a C. And I was like, fuck you. I hated this teacher. She was not a nice teacher. And I was like, I don't buy into that. I'm not listening to that story. Now, I do have a story that I'm not good at maths. But I was not going, I was very, um, I really wanted to get A's and B's for my GCSEs. I did not want to get any C's. I think the only C I did get was in Spanish. <laughs> I was not great at languages. But that story, I did get a B in maths. But that story of you're not very good at maths has stayed with me. And I repeat it over and over again. And sometimes, like... My husband will give me a maths question. It's super simple and I can't do it because I'm so under pressure to do the maths question. He does it on purpose to catch me out. Because I have this story running that I'm not good at maths. And so what do I do? I avoid maths at all costs. I will use a calculator for the most simple thing because it's there. Now, I'd rather spend my time elsewhere. But the point is, I have a story that I'm not good at maths and so I avoid it. So if you have a story running... I'm not good at writing content or I'm not good at selling or I'm not good at whatever. Your ego is going to make you want to avoid it like the plague. And what does that mean? It means inadvertently that you won't get as good because you're avoiding it, not because you don't have the talent or the skill set or the brain capacity, simply because the story running in your head is going to impact your behaviours. It's going to impact your actions. This is where the... The, uh, the internal work, the identity work, because your identity is made up of the stories you tell yourself. So I'm not the type of person who's good at maths is made up from a story that was told to me when I was younger that I have repeated to myself over and over again until it's become a belief. And this makes up a layer of your identity, your subconscious identity. It's not an identity that you're consciously aware of all of the time, but in your unconscious being that is going to generalize, distort, delete how you interpret information and it's going to impact your behavior and actions. It's so interesting watching Hudson. He's, he's 20 months. I'm not sure how many, well, he's nearly 20 months and I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to keep saying months. But anyway, he's, he's learning things so quickly at the moment, uh, like words and numbers and things like that. It's crazy. And he's recognising, for example, he's recognised radiators are hot because we've come into winter. We've, I've put the heating on. <laughs> I don't do cold. So the heating's on and he's recognised that a radiator is hot. And he's learned the word hot and he's recognised what it means. And the oven as well, because I have to tell him the oven's hot. So he sees a radiator, he goes, hot, or the oven, hot, hot. And I'm like, good boy, stay away. And when I was moving house, my house was in like an old Victorian house. There was a chimney that had a chimney. And in my bedroom, there was a vent uh, for the chimney. And when I took my bed down, I just had a mattress on the floor for the last week. So I got rid of my bed frame and he saw the vent and he looked at the vent. And in his head, his mind is obviously right now. It's so fascinating how the brain works. It generalizes. So what he's learning currently is, okay, a radiator looks a bit like that. That's a radiator. The vent, it does, I mean, 
I can see what he means. It's obviously got horizontal lines. It doesn't come out like a radiator. You know what a vent looks like. Anyway, it's not exactly the same, but it's similar. And he looked at it, he pointed and he went, ot. <laughs> the way he says it, ot. And I was like, no, it's not hot. It's okay. That's okay. But this is what your brain does. And now his brain's had to separate and he's learning, oh, that's not a radiator. That's not a hot thing. He doesn't know what a radiator is yet, but he does, it's not hot. The other thing he's doing, he's learnt bubbles. He loves bubbles. So I blow bubbles. He's like, bubbles, bubbles in the bath, bubbles in the sink. When I'm washing up, bubbles. Um, I blow bubbles, 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 bubbles. And now when he sees circles on the poster at his nursery, he calls them bubbles. But they're not bubbles, they're just circles, coloured circles. So his brain is trying to group things together. And this is really interesting. I want you to stay with me here because this is what your brain does. And it's so fascinating to watch it happen because he is not even two yet and his brain is trying to group things together. Naturally, he's going to separate them out because he's not got as many neural pathways as we do as an adult, but this is what your brain is doing all of the time to conserve energy. So you need to remember this. Your brain is conserving energy by grouping things together. The reason this is relevant to your stories is because you'll group events and experiences together to create stories, to go with the, the neural pathways, and that is going to create your identity. So the, the lesson here, the takeaway for you here, is what are the stories that I'm telling myself that are not congruent to the version of myself that has what I want? What stories am I telling myself currently that don't fit in with the narrative of what I actually want to create? So if you want effortless sales, if you want people coming to DMs, if you want to raise your prices, what are the stories that you have to tell yourself in order to create that reality? Start there and you will see your entire world transform. Okay, I'll see you on the next one, Unapologetic Babes.